And just like that, we're back. This is a continuation of Law 24, or should I say Law 24 Part 2. And I'm not going to talk too much. Let's just get right to it. So now we're going to move right along. Scenes of court life. In the book, the OG broke it down. I mean, this one's a pretty long law. And he broke it down in those, in those 15 laws of being a good courtier. Now he talks about the exemplary deeds and fatal mistakes. And he went through scenes. So I'll start it off. Scene one. So what I got from this one was honesty is a fool's game. All right. And that sounds crazy, right? But just because you know the answer doesn't mean you have to say it. And you might think to yourself, well, I was just being honest. But those comments of honesty, they might be offensive. So take, for instance, we go back to the, the boss with the bad breath. You might be honest telling them that they have bad breath. Yo. And that they, you know, their breath smells bad. But it's just not the power play. Yo, my G, your breath is humming. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. That's not the power play. Oh, and you definitely don't want to take nobody in the street and try to embarrass him in front of his boys. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, dog, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Your breath stank, bro. Like, that's not the power play. It's not going to go well for <laughs> I saw, you. Uh, real quick, I saw somebody make a post today about uh, they went on a blind date, and she went in to give the dude a hug, and he was like, oh, he had, like, cheap cologne on, and you could smell that he was musty underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> She like met him at this cafe or something, and she just was like, you know what, I can't do this, and she left. <laughs> oh wow! So in that way, I mean, that may go back to one of those uh, laws we just said about uh, being self-observant. Dude should have like, no, he was musty. He should have canceled exactly. the date if he couldn't make if he couldn't find all deodorant. Now, just to make it clear, it sounds like Jaren's going against the law of honesty is <laughs> yeah, a fool's yeah, game. Yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't a power play. She didn't have to. The power play for her was getting out of that situation. It wasn't that she needed anything from him. No. She wasn't trying to put herself in a better position. He couldn't help her in any kind of way. If he came to the date musty, then the power play was to get the hell out of there. So <laughs> I appreciated her honesty, though. I mean, it wasn't me, but you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. It was funny. Yeah, it was exactly. So honesty is a fool's game when you're talking about the game of power. Yep. In that case, that wasn't the game of power. That was... That was a game of life right there, bro. <laughs> All right. Are we calling these things scenes? Sure. All right. So scene two. Criticize indirectly. Don't criticize one certain person. Disappear okay. behind the warning. All right. And so um, we kind of talked about this a little bit before. But basically, you, you like if, if there's an issue at work and say – you know, somebody just implemented some type of new uh, rule or something, and it's not working out. You know, you're you're in the, you're in the trenches. You know this. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. <laughs> you're in the trenches. You know this isn't going to work. So, but you know, of course, the bosses they don't know how these things work. So instead of like when that meeting comes up and you say, "Hey, you know this stuff that you just put into play, you know this ain't really working out." Blah 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 blah. You can approach it as in, yeah, I've been noticing, you know, we've been doing this. And when I do this, uh, the customers aren't really responding well to it. Right. So, you know, you can kind of hide it, you know, the criticism of, of their bad uh, uh, rule change and just kind of just tell them, you know, how it's really been affecting business. 
without you know actually telling them that hey you're wrong exactly you just have to be a master of words man Sometimes you need to get that point across indirectly. You want to make sure when you're passing bad news, you definitely put this into play because you don't want to be the one giving the bad news. Yep, we already told you that. Even though it's not your fault, you might be trying to help. You might be trying to come and save the day, but you're going to be remembered for that bad news. Scene three, you need more than skill and talent. All right, so you might be the smartest since the last coming of Albert Einstein, but it's not about you. <laughs> you need to know that. You have to understand how to deal with others. You need to know how to be pleasant. Social skills are as important as whatever your craft is. You know they say it's not what you know, it's who you know, and I kind of believe it's a combination of the two. Make it so you're not outshining a master, but you are being frugal with flattery, plus you're downplaying your abilities so you can raise your leader up. And they also, you also can um, also feed their vanity in a, in the public sense. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess the opposite of what we just said in the last scene. So let's say they did something good. They made a, a really good, or they did a change, and you agree with it. In that meeting, you could be like, "Hey, you know what? I've been doing what you said, and that's really been working for me." Right, right. You say that in front okay. of everybody. That'll make the master feel, you know, nice, warm, and fuzzy. And they'll look at you more positively. Scene four. Be sure to please multiple masters. And so, to me, this feels like, you know, if you have multiple bosses or um, that, you know, that's kind of in in your line of, of uh, leadership, Sometimes you might have to please multiple people. Or back in the case of, of, of relationships, say you have a main chick and a side chick. Okay. You have to keep them you both. Got both. Ha- you got to keep them both yep. happy. So, you know, your main chick, you know, we just talked about Valentine's Day um, a couple of weeks ago. You have to keep the main chick happy on Valentine's Day. But you can't forget about the side chick. She'd be holding you down, too. So on the day after, on Side Chick Appreciation Day, you have to then make sure you get them, take them to the uh, steak and shake and make sure they get them a nice little meal, a nice milkshake. Exactly. What I got from it is stirring up resentment in one master, trying to please another. That's just a form of burning bridges, man. This And I know it's not an easy task to please the side chick and the main chick, using your example. But hey, man, this is this is what you got to do to be a modern day courtier. Nobody said it was easy. You got to you got to be able to please everybody. So you find a way to please them without disruption. You can't be the center of disruption, man. You have to be the master of perception and appearance. Right. Scene five, never joke about a person's appearance. It's not cool to joke about stuff that that people can't change. We talked about this in one of the laws just above, one of the courtier laws. So we talked about this on our main podcast, Jaren. It was, I believe it was, um, it was a rule that we gave. I believe it's, if you can't change it in 10 seconds, right. just let it go. Right. If they can't change it. But if they can change it in 10 seconds, then, you know, you let them know that they need to fix it. If they can't fix but as it, far yeah. As, yeah, as far as joking someone's appearance, joking about somebody's size or their speech pattern or anything personal, it can lead to resentment. So stay away from that, man. Yeah, I actually, there was a, a friend that stutters, and I've been friends with this kid since kindergarten. 
So 30 freaking years. And he mentioned something about how he still stutters. And I was like, oh, man, you still stutter? Because I haven't talked to him in a long time. And and I said something about, like, how, like, I thought, it was, I mean, I didn't have a problem with you stuttering. You were just, like, that made you unique. You know, if you didn't stutter, you will be just like every other light-skinned, lanky guy. <laughs> and he got upset about me calling him lanky. As oh if, wow! You tried. You tried to. You tried to put pump him up, yeah. and he found a reason to be mad. Yeah, and so, I mean, I I, I kind of backed down because you know I, I didn't want, you know, I wasn't trying to offend the guy. I didn't think it was gonna be offensive, but you know, it was on social media, and he, he I guess he felt some kind of way. He thought I was trying to talk about. You him know, so. part of the reason is I don't think he knows what the Word definition of it is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six, never question the master's taste. And uh, you know what, TJ, I think you came up with a, a great example for this one, so I'm not even going <laughs> to try. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't top what you said the other day. So what was your example? So basically, basically, <laughs> you can't walk up to your boss or you can't walk up to, that, to, to the homie in the street. You can't walk up to the OG and say, what are those? <laughs> you can't do that, man. That's not going to go well. So don't question his taste, man. If he got some sneakers, just respect that he thought that those were the hot sneakers at the time, man. Don't hit him with the what are those. Right. <laughs> Number seven, do not overstep your bounds. So basically, if you were given a task, just do that task. Don't try to do too much or go over the top because doing too much seems like you're trying to cover up some type of deficiency. Also, if you're focused on doing too much, then you might not perform your job appropriately, whatever that job is. Yeah. So make yeah. sure you stick to whatever the task was. Stop trying to go over the top, man. Yep, just do what you're assigned to do. Back to a sports reference. Say that um, you know, you're the point guard. You're running around the basketball ball court. You got one guy to guard. But then you see somebody else is, you know, about to get the ball, and then you just go run over there, and you just decide that you're gonna double team him. Well, that's not what you're saying. Now you left was. your guy open. Yeah, you left yeah exactly. Guy open. Now you left the guy open. You're doing too He's much. gonna somehow pass it to the open guy, and now he gets he, you know, the other team gets a dunk because you're doing too much. That's a perfect example, bro. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight. Make your master a gift of your of your talents, and you will arise above all others. And so, back to relationships, I feel like like say I'm a photo- well, I'm a photographer, and okay. say I, I take a girl, you know, it's like second third date, and maybe it would be a good idea to go ahead and whip out the camera. <laughs> so you thought I was gonna say something else, right? No, you whip out <laughs> you whip out your camera. Powercast, man. Powercast. <laughs> You whip out your camera and you take pictures, you know, maybe in, incorporate, you know, your 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 photography skills into that yep. date. That's what they call it now, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, but that that, <laughs> that could be impressive, you know, that you, that's something that you're that you know um that you're familiar with and that can make you seem more um, powerful and knowledgeable. Exactly. And if we were to apply this to the the corporate world, if you want to rise above or separate yourself from everybody else, you need to give your boss the gift of whatever your talent is, and you can use them as an easel to display your art for the world to see. 
And artists do this all the time. And I'm talking about like singers, rappers, whatever, musicians. They do this all the time. Like say a Lady Gaga. She started off writing music and she displayed her talent until Akon was ready to take a chance on her as her own artist. And now she's like blown up crazy. Interns, they do this as well. You know what I'm saying? They work for free. They display all of their talents. People work really hard to get them the, the job. Scene nine. Never ask for too much and know when to stop. So I'm going to say something here. And I was thinking about this. this. This is what popped in my head as soon as I heard the law. Gain favors by gaining favor, not by begging. That sounds like some Robert Greene to say, right? But So you got them bars. Yeah, nah, nah, man. I made that myself. <laughs> but seriously, gain favors by gaining favor, not by begging. There are people out there that want to help you because that's what they want to do. They want to help. But it feels like a burden when you ask just to be asking. I mean, the one time is cool, but consistently asking, that's closer than begging and asking, man. So, so fellas out there, all the men out there, you like getting your back rubbed. You like getting your feet rubbed. Your partner might offer to do it for you. That's cool. But when you start asking every day, though, that becomes a burden. So you need to earn that rub down. See, that's kind of a tough one for me, and that's kind of funny that you use that as an example. I almost feel like that was like a shot at me. Because <laughs> dog, it ain't about you, dog. That's, that's one of the things I love is, like, getting, like, a back rub. And ever since I was a kid, like, I used to have my mom, you know, massage my back because I saw it, like, on a Bruce Lee movie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to, like, that looks dope. Like, I want, I want, I want my back <laughs> massaged. And yeah. uh, so she would do that every night before I went to sleep. And so, All right. uh, well, mom's yeah. doing that because she love you. But with your lady, you she gotta to earn it, too. bro. Man. Yo, you gotta earn it though. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Hey, babe, you wanna you wanna rub my back again? Hey, babe, why don't you why don't you go ahead and rub my feet again? Nah, dog, you gotta you gotta you gotta earn it, bro. You gotta earn it. So how am I supposed to do that? Hey, man, you work that out with your woman. You you figure it out. Just oh, earn it. Make her wanna do it. <laughs> Yeah, make her want to rub my feet, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, scene you 10. Obviously, you obviously got to know what she like, you know what I'm saying? So she'd be like, you know what? He did this. I got to rub his feet tonight. <laughs> yeah, you got to let have her do it first so you can match her intensity. With <laughs> right, right. All right, <clears throat> scene 10. The master is not the only one that determines your fate. Sometimes you have to cater to your peers. Okay. Dull your brilliance instead of taking on the arrows of envy. Boz. <laughs> Robert Greene's Boz. Get that man his credit, bro. That was Robert Greene word. It, it is the OG's bars. So for that one, I feel like it's kind of just saying that sometimes you have to impress your, your peers in order to gain power. Yeah. And you can't just outshine them all the time because that definitely creates resentment. You know, exactly. it, it's always that guy who's working super duper hard, messing up the the uh, <laughs> the scale of how hard people should be working. Messing right, up the your scale product- of productivity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your productivity. <laughs> like, dang, bro, like I only got 10 done and you did 30. You're like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. So you got to dull right. down your brilliance so you aren't the, the target of these arrows of envy. Yeah, man. I, I say, like, you don't want to confuse that independence for power. Yeah, you the man. You're the one. You're the woman. 
But at the same time, you need to make sure you keep a clear and present reputation because you're going to need to call on them allies sometimes. And like you said, Jen, you're talking about that target on your back. Think about Mario Kart. There's always going to be somebody behind you plotting against you with that blue shell ready nah, to take it's you the out. Red, it's the red turtle. That, that's that heat-seeking turtle. <laughs> no, no, no. The blue one takes out first place, bro. Like, the red oh. one just it heat-seeks the right, one must, in front of you. You're talking about the some blue, other Mario Kart. That ain't the original one. I think it is, bro. The, the, blue, <laughs> the blue one, the one on Super Nintendo, the nah, blue shell takes out first place. That must be like Mario 2 or Super Mario Kart 2 or something. I don't know. Anyway, look, there's <laughs> always somebody behind you with the blue shell trying yeah. to take out the number one. So go ahead and be that number one guy, and you better believe people be plotting with that blue shell to take you down. They're waiting for you as soon as as soon as you about to hit that finish line and hit you with that blue shell. <laughs> Seriously. They, they'll wait the whole entire race before they hit you. <laughs> You just know it's coming. It's like we might as well not even race anymore. They just <laughs> you might as well let them pass you, right? Hopefully yeah. you can get something to hit them with. Yeah. Scene 11. Do not offend the taste of people with power, even if they're below or equal to you. All right. So the OG says you have to be the obliging courtier, even when you're not serving the master. You know what I'm saying? So when you're obliged, you gain an ally. People feel like they know what's best. So when you allow them to give insight, you receive their insight. And this is a key tactic in gaining a team member. Yep. Kind of, I mean, like like you said, you, you, you need those allies even when you're kind of on the same level as this person. Um, and even when they're below you, you still need allies in order to climb exactly. to the top. Don't think that independence, man. Don't think that you're, when you're independent, you do it all. You're the only one. You don't need nobody but yourself. <clears throat> to claw your way to the top, you're going to need some people to help you get there. So you need to make sure you, you, you build allies. You want to gain allies. Now, there isn't a reversal for this week. However, the OG didn't let us down. He gave us a warning about the delicate game of courtiership. Never risk being caught in your maneuvers. Never let people see your devices. The OG also says, apply the utmost energy to covering your tracks and never let your master unmask you. Now, he often talks about playing with appearances in your quest for power. And this reminds me of a magician. If the key to your magic tricks are out there for everyone to see, nobody will believe your illusions anymore. And they're going to start positioning themselves to out strategize you. They're going to outmaneuver all your moves. Think about this. It's a strategy, people. If you put your strategy out there on a billboard for everyone to see, as soon as you start running your play, people are going to counter that play. And that wraps up Law 24. All right. And so that has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And, man, I really enjoyed this law. This was This is probably definitely my favorite so far. So many gems, so many nuggets. It was it was a great uh, law. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, man, I agree. This this was super hot law. I enjoyed it, and also this is law twenty four. You know what that means, bro? Halfway, baby. We halfway done. Oh yeah, I was thinking Kobe Bryant. I was thinking of Jack Bauer. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> no, man, we halfway done. Forty eight laws of power. We're finished with law twenty four. We halfway through. Yeah, definitely. And so, man, I can't believe we made it this far. So anyway, 
Thank you guys for listening. As always, we do encourage you to go and get your own copy of Robert Greene's, Sir Robert Greene's, 48 Laws of Power. Get yourself the audiobook like we listen to or get yourself the um, the old nostalgic hard copy. And just make sure you support uh, Sir Robert Greene. Yeah, man. And just because you go and get his book, that doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. All right. And just because you have us doesn't mean you don't need to go get his book. I mean, think about it like this. It's breakfast time. You got waffles out there on the table and those waffles look good. It has butter on top. It it, it seems good. Right. But think about if you had some fruit, like some strawberries, some blueberries, maybe some bananas, some whipped cream. That's us. We're all of those toppings because we complement what Robert Greene is doing, just like those toppings complement that breakfast waffle. Or we're kind of like those chicken uh, strips from Lee's Chicken. No, 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 no. Hold on. Or he's like those chicken strips from Lee's Chicken, and we're like that Creole Ranch. You need that. You got to have that to dip in there. All right, and of course, I got you on that Robert Greene rumor report. So this is what I heard lately. So in his car, he's went to New Zealand, and he's captured the the scents of all the elves and unicorns and stuff, and he's bottled them up, and he he has that scent in his car. So he has to, uh, you have to support him, because that, of course, is costly. I know that journey to to go search and hunt unicorns and elves, that's not easy, man. That's a pretty costly, there's some expenditures there to make that happen. So go ahead and support the big homie. All right. And so for next week, we have Law 25, and that is Recreate Yourself. And I got some thoughts about that already. So yeah, look man. forward to that one. I do too. I, I have some thoughts about it. We've we've been forgetting to plug our regular podcast, so I also want to remind you, in case you are just listening to the podcast, we do have the main show, um, or what we call the main show, the regular Corpus Streets podcast, where yep. we're telling Go jokes. Go check it out. We're talking about uh, sex stuff. And... Whoa, man. Whoa. I mean, we kind of No, do. man. We have thought-provoking conversation, and in thought-provoking conversation, we have talks about everything in life. It's not and always sex does fall into that. It is. And <laughs> sex is thought provoking. You can make a thought provoking conversation with sex. So it falls into the category, but we're bigger than sex, okay? Sometimes it's not it's mind numbing as well, but <laughs> that's still thought provoking, man. <laughs> All right. So make sure you check that out. Um and this is the Corpus Streets Powercast. This is the podcast for people who believe that they're the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. <laughs> okay it's a little wrestling quote there yeah yeah okay all right i yeah. should have a happier okay than that my bad okay bro <laughs> all right all right peace <laughs> peace enrich your life Attain your goals. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Street of Corporate Street of Corporate Street. Powercast. Powercast. Powercast.